you'll be able to get a good fee for whatever it is. So uh, don't, don't worry too much. Uh, that's uh, the, everybody's, uh, somebody's interested in everything. And anything you can be interested in, you'll find others will. But it's absolutely stupid to spend your time doing things you don't like. Hello. And welcome back to our manifestation journey. My name is Mickey. My name is Sam. We are two sisters who live together with our husbands and many children. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have any children. I don't have any children. Uh, And who document our play with the law of attraction. Welcome back to the show. Um, It's been a bit of a crazy ride for me Mm -hmm. in the last couple of weeks. Um, I was able to find time to record when we were on our little family quote-unquote vacation in Florida. We'll get back to that. Um, But yeah, on that last week, it was like, I can't make this happen. Sam can't make, we're just not, it's just not going to happen. It's Mm -hmm. just, I, I mean, really it was my fault because I got the checkout date wrong. And so I thought I had an extra 24 hours and I did not. So Mm -hmm. we were like running around the house trying to pack it last minute. It was a bit of a gong show. Mayhem. It was mayhem. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. (laughs) Like the time that I had scheduled to record with Sam was checkout. Right. (laughs) Oops. Anyway, so that didn't happen. Um, But we are now recording at home in the office, which I missed it here. I missed this space. Mm. Um, we have a cat on the desk that is insisting on rubbing up against the microphones. And we have a little wee baby on the floor in a chair that I'm currently bouncing with my foot, mm-hmm. hoping that he'll stay asleep. If he doesn't, uh, you'll probably catch me feeding him on the show at some point. Because mm-hmm. this is our lives. Yeah. Like, this is like the most opportune time that I can find right now to, to chat. I think it's great. I'm glad that you think it's great. I do. We record in real life. In real life. Yeah. So welcome, welcome to my life right welcome now. Welcome to the authenticity. Yeah. Yeah. I was just grateful I got to brush my teeth today. You, yes, yesterday you didn't. I didn't. Mm-hmm. When I didn't, I showered at like 10 last night when Mason finally got in. And yeah, it's, it's crazy. You forget how consuming yeah it is mm-hmm. right like the no sleep and the like i've been how long have we been home since four thursday days? three days thursday four days night. four days yeah i'm still putting clothes away like i'm still doing laundry and i'm mm-hmm. still because i have intervals in the day where i'm able to do it mm-hmm. and like it's funny you get an interval like you get a moment of time and then you're like <laughs> then you're like um oh good i can do that laundry, I can switch the laundry over. Then you're like, hang on. I haven't eaten. I haven't showered. What did I have water today? Like you always put your needs last. Yeah. Henceforth why I didn't brush my teeth or shower. Yeah. Because it's like, oh good, I have a moment to clean the hallway. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like gosh, oh my the, God. like to do list is so It's endless. Yeah, but it's also so short because you have to really prioritize everything. Yeah. And you're always last. Yeah. You are last. Mm-hmm. So, hi, moms. I know <laughs> I know you guys all know this. Like, you know, you're like, my, feet, my teeth are fine. They're a bit scuzzy. It's fine. I reek. It's fine. <laughs> it's all good. As long as the baby's fed and the clothes are washed and the kids have food and, you know, mm-hmm. like, anyway. Wah, wah. 
Um, I was saying to Sam, if you caught our live on Thursday yeah. on Instagram, that we should just rename this show our Money Mindset Evolution. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's like the major theme of the show, which I kind of love. Yeah. And I'm like, there's a there's the vulnerable, like little kid in me that's like, are people sick of listening to this? Are the people who have figured this out sick of listening to this? Mm. Like, are they just like, oh my God, girls, you're never going to get this. Like, just give it up already, you know? Or is it like, no, we have to keep sharing our evolution because something that we say is going to click with somebody. Yeah. And I think that it's highly relatable. I think if it came easy to us, we wouldn't, this show wouldn't be the show that it is. Right. You know? Yeah. And I like to think that we're not the only ones. (laughs) We can't be the only ones. Right. You know? Yeah. Who, for some reason, find this challenging. Yeah. You know? And it's like right when you think you're over it, some other bag of tricks comes up and you realize you're not and there's more work to do. Mm -hmm. But... Yeah, this trip was very triggering for me mm. in very in a lot of ways. Um, and I don't even know if I have solutions from them. It's just my awareness in it. Right. So, yeah, it was wild. Mm. Um, to give you all some context, uh, we took a little... Well, you can go back and listen to, not last week's episode, but the last episode on the show um, where I'm in Florida with my family, with uh, myself, my husband, Mason, his parents, and uh, our three boys. And we went and stayed in this vacation home in uh, Kissimmee, Florida, which is like very central and like 10 minutes from everything, from Walmart to Disney to everything. Um, And it was a perfect, like the house was amazing. It had, it's all the houses, whoopsie, all the houses in this neighborhood have a private pool and like it had a water park that came with the rental and like it it was a gated community and it was everything I asked for. Again, if you go back to listen to last episode, it's everything I asked for and it, it delivered. It was amazing. We all had a really great time. This, no, chair's still vibrating. We're good. Um, we had a great time, uh, But it was the stomping grounds of where we used to go as kids. Mm -hmm. And I'd never seen it from this angle before. Mm -hmm. Right? So we used to go to Florida with our mom and grandparents most often. Mm -hmm. But our dad came down one of the last times that we went. Mm -hmm. If not the last time we went. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And we would camp. Mm -hmm. Because that was affordable Mm -hmm. for our family. Um, and as little kids, that was really fun. Like, I never questioned that. Yeah. I think it was just the last time that we went as teenagers that it was apparent why we're camping. We we had a, a podcast episode about this. Yes. Generational trauma. Yeah. It was last year? I got to find that episode. It was last year, obviously, because this is the beginning of this year. <laughs> so it was obviously last year. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I th- feel like it was around this time. It I'll was look in into the spring. it. I'll look into it. But oh, it was wasn't it titled "Mom and Dad"? This one's a doozy. Yeah, I think it was titled that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you went back to that 
That exact location. That exact location. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, mm. and like the way it happened too is so, uh, serendipitous. Like I didn't actively seek it out. Do you know what I mean by yeah. that? Um, one of the days that we were, you know, hanging out by the pool or whatever last week, and in between two hanging out by the pool, I'll come back to this. I was, um, excuse me, editing a music video. So I was like in and out of the house, in and out by the pool, like half present with the family because I was trying to get this music video done. Um, that's what happens when you book a vacation last minute, right? Like you yeah. should have been doing that at home, but instead I was doing it there, which was fine. It all worked out, but I will come back to that. Anyway, so Mason comes into the house and he says, um, dad, dad found this bumper cars thing like close to here. So we're going to take the kids and go do bumper cars. I was like, okay, great. That sounds like fun. So, which was good because it gave, you know, more quiet time in the house and it was just, uh, myself and Hugh and Bev and, you know, I could like literally feed him and give him a Bev and then she could, um, she could hold him and I could do work and it worked out really well. So then he comes home and he shows me all these videos and, you know, the kids are having so much fun and they're laughing. And I was like having a little bit of FOMO. Mm -hmm. It was just like, I shouldn't be in here working. I should be experiencing this with the kids and making these memories with the kids. Um, And they went on like their first little, little roller coaster, like they're four and three, Mm -hmm. you know, but it was like built for their age kind of thing at this Mm -hmm. little park or whatever. So I was like, maybe I'll, if you guys go again, maybe I'll go and just be a part of it. Mace was like, that sounds great. Like, you know, I'm sure they'd love to go again. So, um, I did get a moment, uh, from editing the music video where I was like, I would love to go to the water park today. Cause we went to the water park before too. And I wasn't able to go down the slides cause I was dealing with Hugh and like, I'm like, I'd like to do fun things with the boys while we're here, like the bigger ones, you know, so they can remember doing a little bit of fun stuff with mom. And she wasn't always with the baby or at the computer, you know, and so um, that was the plan for the day. And then George is like, I want to go. I want to go to the bumper cars. I want to go to the bumper cars. So I was like, all right, I guess we're going to the bumper cars. So we're driving along that strip, the Kissimmee main drag. And I can see this ride that's outside of the campground that mm-hmm. we stayed at. Um, and... It, you can't miss it because it's like stories high. It's a slingshot. It's the slingshot. I don't know if people know what the slingshot is. You might have to Google it. Um, I mean, it's kind of self-explanatory. You sit in a thing and you're slingshotted in the air. Into the air, yeah. yeah. But there's these like two tall like V-shaped towers right. that have bungee strings attached to them basically for the, the people to slingshot into the air. So you can see them from quite a ways away. So we're pulling up to the space and I'm like, oh my God, Mace. And he's like, what? And I'm like, if I'm correct, there's a checkers burger joint at the bottom of that slingshot. And he's like, how did you know that? And I'm like, I'm back. (laughs) He's like, oh, my God, this place is 10 minutes from where we're staying. Yeah. So I am all kinds of triggered. I'm like, okay. Uh, Mesa's like, I want to see, where did you stay? So he's like, show me where to go. So I'm like, if I'm right, follow this road, take it down this way. Yep. It's still here. Yep. It's there. It's called tropical palms. Mm-hmm. All the little houses are yeah. multicolored pastel mm-hmm. and 
it's all there. Mm-hmm. It's gated. So we just kind of turned around and came back out. But I was like, mm-hmm. and all the feelings came flooding back. So then we go and we pull into this place that the kids love. It's like fun something, fun zone or something. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. So we pull in there. You have to get like uh, this card that you load up with points, I guess, to pay for the rides. So you just like tap everywhere and that pays for the rides experiences. So, um, you know, we're walking around this park and I'm just like, I can't, I can't focus at all. I'm just walking around and I'm trying. This is the word. Yeah. The word. That is going to be a major theme today. Trying so hard to let this lack go and embody my wealthy self in this extremely cheap thrills park. Yeah. Right? I wouldn't imagine that's easy to do. It was not easy. And all I kept thinking in my mind over and over and over and over again was Julie Cooper. I'm like, I'm Julie Cooper. (laughs) That's how it felt. Like... She's so terrified of becoming her old self yeah. that she manifests her old self. Do you know what I mean? She ends up in a trailer. Does she? Yeah. Julie does? Yes. I don't... Okay, for those who are listening, who are like, <laughs> who is Julie Cooper? We are referring to the, the OC. Because I just finished like binging oh, it. Oh yeah, you watched the whole show. I didn't, I didn't finish season four, so I don't know where she ends up in season four, but... Oh. Season three. Yeah. She ends up in a trailer. Oh my God. I did not know this. Yes. Okay. And she's desperately trying not to end up there. Right. And that's where she ends up. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. All I can think about is Julie Cooper the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is not fun. Like, and it's just, you know, this just says a lot too about my lack. It's just the perspective that I have of it. Hang on, the chair stopped vibrating. One sec. Okay. It's just my perspective and my fear. Yeah. Because I'm like looking around and I'm like, like, this is for families who can't afford the bigger parks. This is what I'm thinking. Right. So Mace is like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm I'm good. Don't worry about me. I'm fine." And he's like, like, "No, I hate it here. We need to." Like, I'm allergic to this place, but it's fine. And he's like, um, uh, you know, what's what's going on? And I just kind of said, like, you know, I hate that. I can't. I just, I don't know. I'm feeling lack here. Like, we can't afford to go to the bigger parks, so we're bringing our kids here. And Mace was like, well, that's an interesting way of looking at it. And I was like, well, how do you look at it? He's like, our kids like bumper cars. <laughs> <laughs> They like go-karts. Like, that's why we're here. Like, why are you projecting all of that? And I'm like, you're so right. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But it's because I'm having a reaction. Like, because I was here. Yeah. And if you listen to that episode, uh, that's going to be in the show notes. Um, We had quite the history in that place. Yeah. Like, it was... Scarcity and lack central. Yeah. You know, like it was just permeating through me. Like, yeah. The funny thing is, we didn't even go to that park as kids because we couldn't no. afford it. Oh, I don't, 
Don't I don't even know where this park is. Right there. It's oh. right. That's what Slingshot is a part of. Oh. Like it's right there. Oh, okay. But well, would we have dared even ask to go there? No. No way. Yeah. No way. Yeah. There's like a wooden roller coaster and like a whole thing. Yeah. No way. Wouldn't even have thought to ask. Brutal. So <laughs> that's kind of where it sort of started. And then um, <laughs> I can't like I was consumed with this, Sam, because, the, again, the stark contrast of that compared to where I was staying. Yeah. Too. Yeah. I'm like, I've come back. Mm-hmm. I've come back to the stomping grounds. And I'm staying here in this six bedroom, five bathroom, private pool home in a gated community. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Like that's full circle mm-hmm. with my family who loves me more than anything and we're happy and we're right. healthy and and you're not fighting about money? No. Ever. Right. Like you don't have lack and scarcity conversations no. in broad daylight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do because I tell Mason how I'm feeling and he's like you need to chill. Right, but you do it like under your breath. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. You don't like Grab your kids and shake them. <laughs> and not that our parents did. But no, you know they didn't. I mean. It was just very like, we can't afford that. It was just very known. You don't ask for yeah. things because we can't afford them. Yeah. So don't even ask. Mm-hmm. Our kids don't know that. Yeah. So it's not that kind of, even if I'm internally freaking out, they don't know. Right. I don't want them to know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so uh, it was like a couple nights later. Um, Valentine's Day. Yeah. So Bev and Dunker are like, why don't you guys go on a date? You'll have to take Hugh, but we'll keep the kids and you guys can go on a date and it'll be fun. So it was a really nice day and I just kind of wanted to be by the pool a little bit. So I was like, you know, for most of the day we were by the pool and I was like, what if we went to Epcot for dinner? That'd be kind of nice. Yeah. Like they have like this food art thing going on and, um, that just sounds like it'd be cool. Like, why not? So we got in the car and I was like looking up tickets or something. We sat there for 10 minutes, like moving and hawing, like, is this the right place to go? And that's when I was trying to look for like a local restaurant, maybe that would be really good. Yeah. Couldn't find anything. And I was like, well, let's just try Epcot and like see what happens. So we go and we park and when we're going in, like the traffic is picking up Okay. and we're like, it's the end of the day. Like you wouldn't think. We even talked to the parking attendant. We're like, is this normal? And they're like, no. Like, they just radioed all of us to come out here because there's a bunch of traffic now. So I guess people have the same idea that we had, like, to go for dinner for Valentine's Day. I've got, I don't know. So we get there, get Hugh out of the stroller. I'm kind of, like, dressed up. This is the most dressed up I've been on the trip. Like, I'm trying to, like, you know, have a nice night with Mace. Um... We get up to Epcot and the guy behind the counter is like, so it's $160 per person Mm -hmm. to come in for like two hours. And I can't guarantee you're going to have a reservation at one of the restaurants. They're most likely going to be all booked. Oh. So he's like, "Mm." like, I'm not telling you not to do it, but I don't, I can't guarantee you're going to (laughs) eat. It's like there's street vendors, but it's probably not what you want. So we left. And I sobbed. Mm. I was just bawling, leaving. Because I was like, I hate how this 160 US per person 
weighed on our decision on whether or not we wanted to go in there. Right. Because if it wouldn't have mattered, if we're rolling in it, we would have just been like, whatever, let's go see, let's go walk around. Like maybe we'll have a little drink here and then we'll go somewhere else. Like that would have been my attitude. Right. But instead it was like, I feel I have to make decisions based on the amount of money I have. And I hate this feeling. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. I hate that money dictates my decisions. Yeah. I fucking hate it. Yeah. So I was just like, and this is coming off the heels of this fun zone. Right. So I'm like walking away and Mason's like, um, the guy suggested we go to Disney Springs. What do you think about that? And I was like, well, we're already in this area, but like I was choking back. Like I was really trying hard not to cry. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to, if I cry too, we're going to have to go home. Cause I'm going to have a big freaking red face. Right. And I don't want to go back home. But I was like sitting in the front car at the front seat of the car with Mason, And I'm like, we could just go home. We could just call it quits. We could just pick up pizza or something. And I could just go be mopey in bed. He's like, let's just check out Disney Springs. We're in the same area. Like, let's just do it. Disney has its own highway. Did you know that? No. It has its own highway. Right. Because <laughs> of all the different parks. Right. We were blown away by that. I want to go. I want to go to Disney just to kind of like understand it. <laughs> understand <laughs> yeah. the lay it's its of the land. Universe. Yeah. It's, it's its own yeah, ecosystem. I want to I want to explore that. I do too. Really Sorry. badly. Mm-hmm. And I want to go to all the different parks and I want money to not be an issue right. the whole time I'm there. Yeah. So um, we go to Disney Springs, which is free, by the way, to get in there. So that's more in budget. So <laughs> we go and um, it's a lineup to get in. And there's like a metal detector, which actually brought me a lot of comfort because I'm like, I can't help but feel we're in a public place in the US and that's like all you see on the news and the media is that you could get in a mass shooting when you're Well, they happen every day. They do happen every day. So I'm like, I'm just very aware of it. I'm like, I don't know how these Americans, they just go to the grocery store and like- I don't know either. Assume they're not going to get shot. Insane. I don't understand it. They're tall, but they've tolerated. Yeah. It's crazy. You guys are the real MVPs because I don't understand how you do it. Um, Anyway, so that was comforting that they had metal detectors to get in and we go in and we're looking around and it's kind of cool. There's like, you know, um, what's it? Uh, hard rock cafe. And like, I think it was a hard rock cafe. Maybe it was a blues, but house of blues. It was a house of blues and like some star Wars Avengers stores. And there's an M&M store and like, it's basically just a restaurant strip. Um, and we found this like 1920s, um, themed restaurant. Okay. And there was a 1920s like singer flapper girl. Cool. Which was kind of neat, but it was a very a chain. Like it's a chain. You can, it had that chain feel. Yeah. Um, but it was still like a cool place to go, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had a spot for us. So that was nice. Right. Like they didn't turn us away. They took us in right away. Um, yeah, we had a nice little meal, but then Mason and I, in all of the hullabaloo, forgot the diaper bag. We forgot it at home. We didn't even forget it in the car. We forgot it at home. Okay. Yeah. So that's like Death Con 5, like baby poops. And you're like, well, plus he had a diaper rash that we were trying to fight. So it's right. like, I guess we're going now. We're leaving. So the night ended quickly. It did turn around in terms of like, we made it successfully. We had dinner. It was great. It was fine. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I felt like a bit of redemption. Yeah. 
I just want to say, like, I feel like you articulated your feelings about it really well. Like, just the fact that you said those words. Like, you said, I fucking hate <laughs> that money I hate it. dictates my decisions. I hate it. Like, I, I hear you. <laughs> and I know so many people listening are just like, yeah. Yeah. I hear you. There's been things that I've wanted that I could yeah. not have. Like you feel like a little kid. Yeah. Right? Or like you yeah. want something and someone's like, no. Yeah. And you're like, why? Yeah. Genuinely. Yeah. Why can't I have it? Yeah. Because we can't afford it. Yeah. It's like those words. Because you don't have those numbers. Right. You can't give me those You numbers. don't have enough fun tokens yeah, to you ride don't have the ride. Fun tokens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My rockets of desire were pretty strong by the end of that night. Yeah. Hello, Mickey here. I'm going to interrupt the show for a brief moment to let you in on something that I've been developing on my journey. If you've been listening for some time, you know that I've been tapping into something that I can't even explain. From my meditation practice, I used to involuntarily shake, sway, write circles on paper, and more recently receive messages from source. It started with free writing in my journal and has led to channeling really personal and powerful messages for those closest to me. And let me tell you, these messages have been life-changing. Yeah, I can speak to that. It was a couple of months ago when I walked into the office. Mickey was in front of her laptop and I said, Mickey, I would like a channeled message. I had watched her give several different messages to our close family and friends and even to people that she'd met online. And I saw that they were life-changing and I was like, I'm ready to have one of these life-changing moments. The experience was amazing. It was about an hour long. Uh, There was a lot of tears. I had a major breakthrough. It just gave me a lot of clarity. And I knew that it wasn't coming from her because she was speaking to things that she didn't even know about. And through that, I, I came up with a new strategy, a new way of operating in my business. And from there, a whole new journey opened up for me. So yeah, they really are life-changing. Oh, thanks, Sam. The interesting thing about all of this is that you actually have this ability. You do, trust me. But sometimes you get in your own way of being able to listen to your higher self, which is where I come in. With an hour session with me, I will tap into your energy, ask your higher self what you need to hear, and then deliver that message back to you. If you're someone who is seeking clarity in their life right now, you're not sure which way to turn or what to do next, these readings are for you. Sign up for a channeled message with me today at ourmanifestationjourney.com slash Mickey Channeling. That's ourmanifestationjourney.com slash Mickey Channeling, M-I-C-K-I. C-H-A-N-N-E-L-I-N-G. Your higher self is calling. Will you answer? I'm ready when you are. And now back to the show. So, yeah, all of that to say it was pretty eye-opening. Um, <laughs> and then had some really great chats with Bev. She was convinced we we're winning the mega lottery you know the powerball down there is yeah like 700 million yeah i was like well that would help 
<laughs> she's like, we'll split it. I'm like, oh my God, that would be amazing. I don't even know if she's checked her tickets. That would be an amazing story <laughs> off the heels of this. It's like, well, we won the lottery and all of that's over. Um, no, we had some really great chats about it. Um, and, you know, just being in our old stomping grounds and what I remembered of it. Yeah. Because mom's recollection of it was really different. Yeah. Like when we brought up Tropical Palms to mom, she was like, oh, remember that place? We used to have so much fun there. And like, she's right. She's right. Like, I think in the years leading up to that final year with dad. Yeah. But I think that final year has overshadowed that for me because mm-hmm. that's my latest memory of it, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So I wish I could remember it the way she does because she has a really great recollection of it. But I don't. So that was tough too. Like, I, it, I didn't even feel like I could tell her how I really felt about it. You know, yeah. she was like, wasn't it so great? I was like, no, <laughs> not what I remember, but I look at it and it's hard to say how I actually really feel about it. But it's like my adult self feels like I was shown something I never wanted to be a part of at a younger age. What do you mean? Like, you don't have any control what what your parents where your parents bring you. Right. You right. just don't. Yeah. So, but yeah. I just feel like I was introduced to a world that I didn't want anything to, oh. to do with. <laughs> like the campground and the fun zone? Yeah. Not your world. I probably enjoyed it at the time. Yeah. Yeah. But looking back on it now, I'm like, no. Yeah. You no, know? thank you. No, no, thank you. Don't want it. You don't even want the six bedroom, five bedroom private no. pool. You don't even want that. No, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, not at to all. be fair, it's not my ideal of a quote unquote vacation either. This was a family trip. Yeah. Right? Like this whole trip was great. I'm not complaining at all. Yeah. Not even a tiny bit. Like yeah. we had a great time and yeah. I enjoyed almost every second of it. Mm-hmm. Like it was incredible. It's just my own inner thoughts and shit that ruined it for me, yeah. but not ruined it, but ruined moments of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a really great, we had an amazing time. Yeah. Um, and that joy was wrapped up in the kids. Like they were so happy every day, Mm -hmm. like hours in the pool, Mm -hmm. loved it, laughing, laughing for hours. Yeah. And you just watch it and you laugh too, because they're so happy. Yeah. Bumper cars, they're laughing their heads off. Go-karts, loving it, you know, like they just had such a great time. Yeah. That's why you do it. That's why yeah. parents do all this stuff. Yeah. Because you watch them and it's just this pure joy. Yeah. This innocent, pure joy that lasts for hours. Yeah. That's why you do it. Yeah. So it was a trip. It wasn't a vacation. It was a trip, right? Mm-hmm. Like I need a vacation from my trip. Yeah. Um, and I mean, Bev and Duncan, they were the real MVPs. They were unbelievable. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they knew that I was up multiple times in the night with Hugh and so they would take him or the other kids in the morning and you know take them to fun places or jump in the pool with them early or like do bath time every night like they were all over it wow. they need a vacation from the trip definitely for sure definitely yeah. um the kids rode with them most of the way down and back mm-hmm. like it's a lot yeah they took on a lot yeah um which was just beyond kind of them yeah. So, uh, yeah, they need a vacation from the trip. Yeah. <laughs> we all do, really, but they, yeah. they definitely do. Um, yeah. So, 
we also visited Mason's old stomping grounds, like mm-hmm. where he grew up, the, the Florida cottage. Um, and he saw that in a bit of a different light. It looks really different from when he was there 15 years ago, even. Um, but as he grew up as a kid there, it was like a wholesome, almost honestly, if you think about it, it's like the Republican Party. Like, you know how it used to be based on like wholesome values and like, right. like everyone's conservative. conservative, like sitting around the dinner table at seven and, you yeah. know, like that kind of like leave it to beaver yeah. way of being. Mm-hmm. Um, to what the Republican Party is now, which is target practice in the backyard and like gun law t-shirts and Trump signs and stuff. Um, So that's what's happened to the neighborhood. Like it's just, it's changed. Yeah. Um, There's this flea market that he was super fond of and it's changed and he was just like, it's just not what it used to be. It's, I have to like put that romantic Mm -hmm. version of what it used to be away. Mm Mm-hmm. And look at it for what it is, and it's not what it used to be. So that was tough for him as mm-hmm. well, but um, he he handled it really well. And of course, the kids didn't care. They were just like, oh, the cottage, ooh, let's put our our heights on the wall, which was kind of cool. Because mm-hmm. you saw, like, when Mason, in 1994, mm-hmm. like, you see Mason's height on the wall. So, mm-hmm. like, that was really neat. Um, was it the same as George's? Uh, he was taller than George. Oh, that's I think. interesting. I think. I might have that wrong. You'll have to ask me. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that that was good. I think it was good for Mason, a little bit of closure for him. And then we rounded out the trip with Palm Beach, mm-hmm. which, like, makes me laugh because it's such... It was so... Such a stark contrast from the campground in the fun zone to Palm Beach. It's like, I don't even know if we realized it as much as no. kids. Like, maybe we did... But I was, like, flooded with thoughts, with self-monitoring thoughts Mm -hmm. that literally overwhelmed me. Because the second night that we were there, I should clarify why we're in Palm Beach. We're visiting a family friend that's lived there forever. Um, It's a friend of our mother's um, who lives... It's a friend of our grandmother's. Our grandmother's, yeah. Well friend of our grandmother's daughter yeah yeah but that, that's a whole I story like, that's a whole story and deserves its own yes, episode because that's really I just cool feel like it's important to say that it's it a generational with our grandmother like it's a, yeah yeah it's a generational friendship yeah you're right um yeah that deserves its own episode but anyway so we went to visit a family friend um who's known all of us since we were born so, um, so anytime we're in the area, anytime we're in Florida, we go down and visit them because when else do we get to see them? And so, yeah, just the stark, the stark contrast between where I had been and then where I was in Palm Beach and keyword trying to embody this wealthy version of myself and monitoring every single thought I have. I, uh, he was getting kind of fussy. We were like, uh, trying to have a beach day and he was just not really having it I'm like I think I just need to go with him and lie down in a quiet room and just be quiet so of course we did that and then he felt like he responded instantaneously and both of us had a nap and it was fine I wake up from the nap I turn my head and I have vertigo Ugh. and I'm like oh my god oh, I know what this is from this is overwhelm mm-hmm. 
And it was all of these thoughts going around in my head of trying to be this wealthy version of myself, trying to let my, you know, past trauma melt away. Also trying to think about what I'm going to do when I get home, right? How am I going to keep this up? What am I going to do when I get there? Like just a tornado of thoughts Mm. in my head constantly all the Mm -hmm. time. Right. And then like simultaneously being like, it's okay. Let it go. Trust. Trying. I am just trying and trying and trying and trying and trying and trying to do all the things I'm supposed to do. And none of it's working Mm. because I'm over, I'm overthinking it. Yeah. Clearly vertigo is my cue. I'm like, well, wow. Look what happens when you, you try yourself into vertigo. That's Mm -hmm. what happened to me. Mm -hmm. So that was a rude awakening. Literally. So he was still sleeping. So I went out and everyone's chatting on the patio and Bev comes in and I just look at her and I'm like, my vertigo's back. And she's like, that's interesting. Mm. And I was like, tell me about it. So she like follows me right back into the room and we have this big, long conversation and mom was there too. And mom follows behind and we're all chatting in the room that I'm staying in and Mom's face is blown up. She's yeah. had some kind of like allergic reaction to the sun. Yeah. We think it was sun poisoning. We took the kids to, um, I skipped over this, but we took the kids to Peppa Pig theme park, mm-hmm. um, which they loved. Uh, all the rides are suited for them. It's the most innocent theme park in the world. Like it was just like nothing scary at all, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's just like innocent, pure fun. So they had a great time. But mom didn't wear a hat. Yeah. And she kept looking up. She thought of like the roller coaster or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So she got like sun poisoning on her face, which if you Google that, like there's a lot of gross images of like skin peeling and stuff, but you'll see people's faces and body parts like blown up, like swelling. Mm. So she was having a reaction to it all as well. And both of us, both of us sitting there, mom's face is swollen. I've heard it go. And Bev's like, don't you think don't you both think this is interesting that you're kind of like in your old stomping grounds and like you're in this wealthy neighborhood and you're both having she's like i would argue generational reaction to this Mm. and i'm like yeah that is very interesting Mm -hmm. it's extremely interesting to me Mm -hmm. like what is going on you know and Bev's theory again Bev if you're listening to this I hope I don't butcher it um but her theory was like you're both healing generational past right now mm-hmm. and it's not easy <laughs> like yeah you know your your bodies are physically reacting to it mm-hmm. you're, you're letting go you're trying you're it's your body's attempt to let some energy go right like I think that's a really smart way of putting it because I was having a, this is kind of off topic, but I was having a conversation with um, Rochelle, who she, she said that she had this skin reaction on oh. her face. And she says, I don't know why it's, there's no reason why it should be here. Like, I'm not stressed. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, I, I'm not, because you know how sometimes mm. physical things come up and there's like, oh, I know why this is. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Like my back was sore last night. I know why. Right. Yeah. But there's sometimes there's things that come up and you're just like, I just don't get it, you know, but it's, I think over time, our body is keeping score and we Absolutely. just kind of like release the energy. Yes. Even when we're like at our most relaxed and everything yeah. is fine. Yeah. 
body will just release that. Sometimes that's exactly when it happens, right? Yeah. Where you're like, go, 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 go. And your body's fine. The moment you relax, you get a cold. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's your body's like, yes, a moment to release. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that's it's cool. Yeah. It's interesting that it was ha- like just us. We're the only two that are going through weird shit. Yeah. That's not a coincidence. Yeah. It's not. And so we look up like the healing for both of us, like the the thoughts that were supposed to change okay, yeah. and they were the same. They were? Yes. Vertigo and swollen whatever? Yeah. I don't remember what Bev looked up for oh. the swollen thing. Like what? I can't remember. Mm. Swelling, maybe. Maybe mm. it was just swelling. Um, yeah. So she sent me like the replacement, like what I'm supposed to be thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta pull it up. You have it? Yeah, she sent it to me so that I would so that I would have it. Um let's see if I can find it. All of our chats. We didn't have we meant to take walkie-talkies with us so we could talk between the two cars, but we never did it, so we just ended up texting a lot. Mm-hmm. Um oh there it is. Okay. So mine was I am deeply centered and peaceful in life. It is safe for me to be alive and joyous. Mm. And mom's was basically the same thing it was about peace and safety right for both of us that makes sense (laughs) tell me why it makes sense to you that you're that you're looking for peace and safety yeah because you didn't feel that when you were last there right it wasn't peaceful (laughs) yeah it was turbulent right and you weren't safe like financially not safe right like financially not secure it's this feeling of like i don't it's like i want to belong here but i don't yeah and this feeling of unworthiness yeah right like Mm. you're just like i feel like a freeloader or i feel yeah you know like just i'm not worthy of this yeah what did i do to get this yeah moocher yeah Mm mm-hmm when it's like, on the other hand, the universe is like, do you, why do you guys care so much how you get things? Yeah. Just get them and be grateful for them. Yeah. Why do you care how it comes? Yeah. This was, this was something that I've been noticing. I'm like, I think maybe, I mean, I know it's really hard because you think a lot, <laughs> but it's like, maybe. Yes. Yes. I do. Yes. Instead of strategizing okay how do i 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 maintain this vibration or how do i bring this home with me or okay i'm feeling something right now how do i how do i how do i how do i right constant how do i surveillance of my own thoughts yeah how do i how do i how do i how do i so instead of that maybe it could be switched to i notice that I think this, I notice that I'm triggered or I notice whatever. Right. Yeah. And so you just say, got it. Okay. Noticed. Then the next step is I am grateful. Right. So then I'm like, and then you just switch over to gratitude and then you just allow that thought to just take over instead of trying (laughs) to figure it out this word is so powerful yeah the awareness of that word is so powerful yeah because you had a really great trip like you already recognized it and you do have appreciation for it yes 
I think if we know what we know about the universe, how it works, all of it, it's all about gratitude. So like these scenarios, they pop up for us to have a look at what's going on and we can choose to get carried away by them and totally forget. Yeah. The gratitude frequency, totally forget, just get yeah. swept up by yeah. Yeah. what's going on and yeah. forget the gratitude frequency. But if we can, it's all about practice too. This isn't like, oh, you, you did it wrong. It's like, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. Next time I'm going to try that. You know, it's that kind of thing. It's just the video game. Mm-hmm. It's just the video game. You like did the level. And you're like, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. next time I'm going to do it like this. Yeah. Let's see how it goes. See what unlocks for mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. when I do that. Mm-hmm. Because you were surrounded in so many moments of gratitude. Yes. Like, so it's just maintaining that momentum. Yes. But I don't know, because I, I don't think any of it needs to be. I think it's all so helpful. Mm. in your process absolutely and i i really do still feel that that trip was for the kids like it was for them but i benefited from all yes. of these yes like realizations and triggers while i was there yeah. you know like they made really amazing memories yeah like george's we went to the beach palm beach we went for a walk on the beach and george laughed every time the surf came in and hit his feet yeah think about that <laughs> Do you know how many times that happens? We walked for an hour. Mm. Every time he laughed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? How did we, wh- when did we miss out on that joy? Yeah. When did we just forget how much fun it is to chase the surf uh-huh. or run away from it and run back after it? Yeah. You know? Yeah. God. <laughs> I'm so envious of their like joy state. You know, they're just default joy all the time. I'm yeah. like, there's a oh, problem to be there is a legit they let you know there's a legit problem when joy is not being had <laughs> they will let you know i'm not joyful like right now bath I time we're interrupting it. my joy right now to go have a bath you better make it joyful i am not going up there yeah. right yeah everything has to be joyful yeah i think what's really interesting about our experience with florida there's so many i think that word is a trigger enough for us <laughs> is we've had the stark contrast of living in scarcity and going and visiting our very wealthy friends in Palm Beach. Like, super rich. This is a super rich family. Yeah. Like, generational wealth. Yeah. Very, very wealthy. Yeah. And they're our friends. So, yeah. on our typical uh, Florida vacation, we would <laughs> cheap it and then we would go to the super rich. Yeah. I think that this was a... Uh, clue. I think that this was an experience we were meant to have when we were younger mm. so that we our knew, future selves... We knew what to ask for. Knew, we knew what to ask for. We yeah. knew what it looked like. We knew how it could be. Like, mm-hmm. we actually know what that looks like. Mm-hmm. I think that it was extremely helpful for us as kids because yeah. I think the, the universe was saying, this is how fast it can happen. Mm. One minute you're in a trailer park, <laughs> the next day... You're in a mansion. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. 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 Literally. Yeah. That is the experience. Yeah. So that's how fast it can happen. And who cares how it happens? Yeah. This is like the point. Yeah. I was like overcome with like, well, it's not my, 
I didn't earn it. It's not my money. What am I doing here? Well, I have no business being on the private beach of Palm Beach. Like, you're not allowed to park on the street there. Mm-hmm. because they don't want to encourage outsiders using the beach. Right. The beach is for residents only. You have to park in driveways. That's how you can use the beach. Right. So it's just this like, you know, but I didn't, but I didn't pay for, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. I'm not worthy of it. Mm-hmm. I'm not worthy of it. I'm not worthy. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Try to be right now. Try to be. Right. Oh, dear God. Oh, dear God. Just leave it. Just be Yeah, here. the universe is like, um, it is a beach. <laughs> George doesn't care. He's having a great time. No, like, <laughs> like there are oh these people God. who have these numbers, I guess, is what you call them, numbers in their bank account, and so they're allowed to use the beach, but you're not because you don't. Like, the universe yeah. doesn't give a shit. I know. Like, it's just a beach. Well, in fact, we have better ones. I just... <laughs> I just... <laughs> I, I hate this connotation that we have for how you acquire the money dictates how you're allowed to feel about it. Yeah. Right? Like, well, yeah. you didn't earn that. Yeah. Like a wealthy wife. Yes. Her husband makes all the money yeah. and she benefits from it. Yeah. She's looked up as... As a freeloader. As a trophy wife. Yeah. Stupid. Doesn't bring any meaning or value to anything that mm-hmm. she does. Mm-hmm. Freeloader. Yeah. Gold digger. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I really want to unsubscribe from this belief because mm-hmm. it is, it's messing me up, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like it's ruining, distracting Yeah. where I could be and how I could feel, which is just gratitude for it. Gratitude, just joy and gratitude in the that's moment. What just being that's present. really all that is needed. Right. That's really Instead, it. I'm like, you're not even allowed to feel that way because you didn't earn it. Right. You know, like yeah. what kind of bullshit is that? The universe does not care how you come about that experience. No. If anything, it put it in your path for you to just enjoy it. Yeah. So why do you ruin it? Mm-hmm. I like it. You know? Yeah. I have a lot of <laughs> I have a lot of grumpy thoughts. But like the opposing is is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. It is normalized in our culture to spend money on birthdays, weddings, and funerals. But why don't we invest in our labor? The most intense, magical, life-altering spiritual event of a woman's life. Think about it. This should be treated like the miracle that it is. You wouldn't just start running a marathon on the day of the race, would you? No, you would prepare your mind and body for this physical and intense event. Labor is exactly the same thing. Mickey here, if you didn't guess already. As you are probably aware, I am currently pregnant with my third baby boy. So yes, that means I have had the pleasure of birthing my two sons, George who is four and Charles who is turning three very soon. And yes, you heard me right, I said pleasure. Both of my labors were actually pleasurable because of this amazing program. I am so excited to introduce it to you. The program is called Love Your Labor. When I initially heard the name of this program, I thought it was nuts. But it turns out I actually genuinely loved both of my labors. And I know that sounds crazy, but I'm actually looking forward to doing it again. I know, just like, let me explain. The creator of Love Your Labor program, Corinne Brown, was a naturopathic doctor and a doula before she started her online business, Brown Roots Love. 
After having three boys of her own and being on the front lines in labor and delivery, Corinne has created an incredible program for giving you everything you need to have an enjoyable, empowered, and beautiful labor experience. Not only does she give you practical ways to prepare your mind and body, but she even has a module to help manifest like manifest your ideal labor conditions complete with meditations and visualizations. How perfect is that? I have used this program twice before and Mason and I will be using it again this time around. Love Your Labor taught me how to physically prepare my body, how to handle contractions with breathing patterns, acupressure points, and even put myself in positions where Mason could help. He was absolutely integral to my laboring process. He was able to actually cut my pain in half with a specific technique that she teaches you. With knowledge on how my hormones work, I was able to progress my labor quickly, both times, which actually blew my midwives' minds. (laughs) They were like stunned on how much I knew and how quickly I progressed in both of my labors. I was so educated about how labor works that I could communicate clearly to my team what I wanted and genuinely enjoy the entire experience. It absolutely changed my life. With Love Your Labor, you get six modules, one for labor prep, partner prep, breastfeeding, birth prep, how to overcome obstacles, birth manifestation, and protocols for everything you can think of, like natural induction, medical induction, epidural relief, cesarean relief, VBAC support, and so much more. You deserve to have a beautiful birth experience. For me personally, it's the most spiritual experience I've ever had in my life. And investing in your knowledge, confidence, and mindset now will not only improve your personal experience, but it will energetically support the new little soul that has chosen you as a gateway into this physical world. Whether you want to have this baby at home or in the hospital, this program will give you everything you need to make informed decisions about your labor. That's the key to having a beautiful labor process. You need to be educated and informed. You need to feel empowered going in. Make your birth experience something to treasure for years to come and purchase Love Your Labor today. And for you, OMJ listener, make sure to enter the code OMJ for $100 off your purchase. Yes, you heard me right. $100 off if you type in the code OMJ. Just use the links in the show notes and it'll direct you to exactly where you need to go. Sending you and your little one all of my love, Mickey. And now back to the show. So I want to round up all of these thoughts with coming home uh, to this house. (laughs) Um, I love all of these amazing mansions in Palm Beach, but like, yeah, they don't have this privacy. No, they have hedges that separate them. Yeah. But like, whoa. Uh, Yeah. I mean, you left me here for a few weeks. (laughs) How is that, Sam? (laughs) Um, I really know. Did you have a good time? I had a fabulous time. alone without all of us it was fantastic i wish all of you could experience it because it really was just amazing it really was yeah there was a ringing because there's so quiet wow so there's a ringing i was like "Hmm, this is interesting i played music a bit yeah but um yeah the tv away i did tv's still missing by the way yeah it's good yeah we're all about i like it okay 
I figured one of you would move it when you're ready. No, I'm sure mom will move it back <laughs> when she comes home. Um, yeah, it was, I mean, it feels like, how could I, you know, what stories do I have to tell? Just me being here. And I'm sure I could dive into a few things, like had some friends over, blah, blah, blah. I did a photo shoot. It was awesome. Like, But really what was more meaningful to me was my time alone and the journaling that I did was so different than any other journaling because it just felt like I had all these thoughts and I could just write them down like it was just different it was yeah. like I was carrying my journal around with me so like anytime oh, I had a cool. thought wow. I would just write it love that you know that's a luxury because there's no one to distract you yeah there's no thing to distract you it's just you're just yeah Wow, that sounds really nice. It was really interesting. And now I'm doing it more. So, like, if I'm working on something and then I have a thought, I stop what I'm doing and I just write in my journal. Ooh, that's powerful. Yeah. And, like, I just need to... It's not like, I'll write that down later. No. It's like, ooh, right now. Yeah, right now. Yeah. Write it down. Like, and stop what you're doing and write it. What's coming up for you right now? Right. There's something coming up. Wow. So then just write it down and just have a conversation with yourself. And then get back to the work. That's powerful. Yeah. It's been really helpful. Like yeah. starting to like have this deeper conversation with myself. Love that. And be like, okay, I haven't like, there's some details here that I haven't like um, finessed yet. Yeah. But I know if I keep doing this, it'll come out. Right. So I just got to keep doing it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So That's that was awesome. really good. Really, really helpful. Good. Um. Yeah. Well, coming back to this house, for me, like a change in my environment I'm finding is very, very, very beneficial for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm shooting out rockets of desire, you know, to ask for this as more as a part of my life. Like, I'm like, I would love to spend a night away once a month. I think that's brilliant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One, maybe two. By myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it would be incredibly beneficial. I think I would get a lot of work done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or at least or you wouldn't like, get a lot of work done and that's okay there's just more for me it's been deepening the relationship with myself yeah that has been really valuable yeah so there's more depth there's more conversation it feels more productive honestly it feels more productive yeah than producing than creating. yeah because you're able to become friends with the thoughts in your head yeah instead of battling them all the time yeah where did that come from or you get Mm -hmm. really close with that voice in your mind Mm -hmm. so once you become besties then it's like you can let your thoughts go or you know you just have more control of your brain like or lack of control and comfortable with that lack of control if that makes sense Mm -hmm. um so yeah i can totally appreciate that but yeah like yesterday i said to you i was like (laughs) i was unloading the dishwasher and i picked up a mug one of the really beautiful mugs that we have. And I just started looking at this mug and it was just really beautiful. And I'm like, look at this beautiful thing Mm -hmm. in this house, this thing that I get to hold. What does it feel like? What's the ceramic feel like? What a cool thing that somebody made. And then I kind of look up and I'm looking at everything in our house. Like, wow, this is a really amazing environment to live in. What a beautiful level of this video game that I'm living in. Mm-hmm. Look outside. Look at the water. Whoa. <laughs> I 
he's starting to wake up. He's going to be hungry soon. Um, it was just this ultra present, mm-hmm. ultra awareness. And it made me want to like live like that more, <laughs> <laughs> which is easier said than done just because of humaning. Um, but yeah, it was, it was nice to look at my home through that lens, mm-hmm. through that mug. How many times have I touched that mug? Mm-hmm. But suddenly it was this touchstone of presence mm-hmm. that was really beautiful. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of at this awareness, <laughs> I want to say nihilism, but that's not right. Nihilism's like where you just don't give a fuck anymore. Mm-hmm. You just give up on everything. You're just like, I don't care. I just don't care. I don't care if anything happens. I think happens. it's the bit of the surrender experiment, you know? I want to surrender and trust, not I don't give a fuck. Right. Those are two different yeah. energies. So yeah. I'm I'm on the line right now. Yeah. Of like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I just don't care. I, I'm tired of trying <laughs> yeah. to... Trying to manifest, trying to embody, trying. I'm just, I don't want to try anymore. I just want to be mm-hmm. wherever yeah. I am right now and have that be enough and yeah. trust that the rest is going to have, it has to come, it has to, because I want it to. Yeah. You know, like I want to just, it's like learn everything and then forget it all. <laughs> you know, I yeah. want to be aware and I want to feel validated for this path that I'm on and the one that I've chosen and knowing that my desires are coming to me, period. Cool. But I want to almost forget everything that I've learned and just go back to the basic of like, just be. Yeah. Just be. Mm-hmm. Right? I know why it's important to be. I know why gratitude is important. I know why both of those two things are enough. Yeah. <sighs> just... And I think this has something to do with my capacity at the moment. Because mm. at the beginning of this conversation, you heard my capacity to just take care of my basic needs right now yeah. is challenging. Yeah. So I need to make it okay to just be mm-hmm. instead of feeling, feeling guilty for just being, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. feeling unproductive, just being, mm-hmm. just Stop the noise in your head. Mm-hmm. Stop. Oh, I have a grumpy monkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's so cute, though. He's six weeks today. Mm. Wow. Six weeks. Yeah. So that's all the downloads and realizations and my funny little story from Florida. Good. Yes. Um, I hope it was helpful and it didn't feel like I was droning on. I hope it's helpful for people. I, yeah, like I said, I think that our journey is very relatable. Yeah. And we, I don't know, like we are going to, it'll happen. We know that. We both know that it's going to happen. It's going, but we just have to just trust and let it unfold the way it needs to. Yeah. And we brought, we're bringing you along with us. We said that in the beginning of the show. Like we're, bringing you along for the ride yeah all the ups and downs and we didn't think it was going to be this long but it is and that's fine <laughs> i think it's going to go on for the rest of our lives because you we can never get it wrong and we'll never get it done yeah so we're just going to keep documenting that mm-hmm. there's always going to be something else that we want mm-hmm. 
-hmm. There's always going to be the next step. Even if it's like retirement, Mm -hmm. you know, even if it's like, I'm not doing anything anymore. What do you guys want to talk about? What do you want to eat for lunch? You know, like (laughs) when we're, I don't know, who knows, 65. Um, I don't know if I'll ever retire, but we'll see. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But I just, it's my hope that someone hears this and is sick of trying. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like, I want to give you per- permission to stop trying. Mm-hmm. Just stop. Stop and just take stock. Just be. Be grateful. Yeah, just be. Just be. Sometimes being grateful is hard. Yeah, it is. You know, mm-hmm. just be. Just be. Mm-hmm. Wherever you are, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It is okay. Let yourself off the hook. Take a deep breath. Say, I'm doing great. And just keep going. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. <laughs> I feel like even that like tiny little bit of resistance could create some magic. Mm-hmm. You know, it could open the door a little bit more for that next manifestation. If you're just like, I don't just fuck it. <laughs> you know, yeah. just I'm just going to be where I am right now. I'm cranky and I want Cheetos. Do it. I'm giving you permission to just be. <laughs> <laughs> that has to be one of my favorite sounds. Hang on, let me grab him. We'll see if we can get some cooing on the show. Me. Stop all of my, all of my, I don't know if it's complaining. That's the sound he makes when he gets his cedar. Oh, baby. Okay. You're going to make noises for the people? Oh, sweet. It's oh, his chair. His chair is really. That's the vibrating chair. There we go. Oh, you pooped. You smell bad. Okay. Well, I say we leave it there. What do you think? Um, I do want to make one quick announcement. Hopefully this comes out on Monday. Poor Will. We haven't given him much time to edit this episode. Um, But I have two things premiering this week in Kingston. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about it. So if you are in the Kingston area, come. Mm -hmm. They're both at the Grand Theater, and they're both at 730, which is great. Um, So Friday night at the Grand Theater in Kingston at 730 is the music video showcase the one that i was talking about that i edited in florida it is finished and it is being shown with a bunch of other music videos and i think there's an opportunity to vote for audience choice Mm. for your favorite so you mean i don't know come vote for mine and then saturday is the if you've been following the show for a little while you'll know that um i was a part of a hyper local film set last fall that film is also premiering at the film festival it's going to be a big fun red carpet event i think they both have red carpets actually but anyway that one's at 7 30 at the grand theater as well mm. so if you want to see me i will be there both nights and we're going to celebrate some fun local filmmaking it's really so you should come it is it sounds like it's gonna be fun it's gonna be great i'm not gonna be there you're not gonna be there you're gonna be watching my boys yeah thank you you're welcome <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right Thank you all so much for listening and sharing your time. I hope you found something valuable in this conversation, reminding you to just be, not try. And I'm going to go (laughs) and kiss my baby and feed him and change his diaper. Um, As always, we wish you a life filled with joy and abundance, and we will catch you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. There are literally millions of podcasts you could be listening to, and you chose ours. So thank you. 
If there was something that resonated with you today, this is your reminder to share it with someone you know. The whole point of OMJ is to inspire others to design their lives exactly the way they want it to be. No settling, no excuses. Our story can spread faster and farther if you help us out. We also love hearing from you. Send us an email, send us a DM, or screenshot this episode and share it on Instagram. And remember to tag us. We love hearing about your amazing manifestations. If you want more OMJ, visit our website at OurManifestationJourney.com where we have free downloads, our reading list, upcoming events and courses, and even where you can book your channeled session with me. It's delicious. Go check it out. If you want to take this relationship to the next level and be among other souls who are looking to connect, support each other, and evolve their manifestation consciousness, join the OMJ Facebook community. In this group, you will receive exclusive offers and have access to online live events. The music for this podcast is provided by the amazing and generous Bonus Points. And our sound engineering is crafted by the very talented William Mitchell. As always, we wish you a life filled with joy and abundance, and we will see you next time on Our Manifestation Journey.